what? You know what I meant to say on our last podcast. It is Libra season, baby. It is here. We are in October. My birthday is October. Rhodesia's birthday is today. If you are listening to this on Wednesday, happy birthday, beautiful. Thank you. E, we already celebrated your birthday, man, so we can't, like, celebrate you again. But next year, we got you again on a podcast. And actually, didn't you have to do the pod on your birthday? Wasn't that what you was complaining about back in the summertime? That you, had, you had to come on here and do the pod on your birthday? I think no, so, one right? of my One of my many uh, nicknames is Mr. De- no Days Off. <laughs> one of your many nicknames. We're not, we not going down that path right now. No, Let me just intro the pod. Let's get off this right now. Welcome to the TFW Podcast. That's freaking rust, and you guys know what it is. I am your host, Matt, joined by my two co-hosts, Lock and Loaded, Ishan, right there, Rhodesia, right there. It happened, guys. It happened this past Sunday. We had our podcast months ago. Edge had his match with Sheamus, and I got on here, and I think we all may have said we thought he was going to AEW, if I'm not mistaken. I know I was pretty matter of fact about it when i saw it i was like either he's retiring or he's going to AEW. he is not coming back to wwe and we got it what i really want to i haven't talked to either one of you about it at all so i wanted to get your reactions on the actual podcast we knew it was coming especially when they announced darby and christian two out of three falls the main event in the show i personally think they maximized it perfectly even though we knew it was coming. I thought it was done. I don't think it could have been done any better. Probably. We'd love to hear your guys' reactions about it. But uh, give it to me. We now have Adam Copeland, the rated R era of AEW. So there you go. You kept asking. Tony Khan kept talking about what era are we in? This new era thing, this new era thing. Now we know. It's the rated R era. Adam Copeland. That's going to be really hard to just not say Edge. Like, I... I wish he would have just changed his name to like one syllable, you know, was a syllable? Syllable, right? Not synonym, syllable. One syllable, but he didn't. So now we got to go Adam Copeland. Tell me about Adam Copeland in AEW, folks. You know, I wasn't uh, super high on him going to AEW. But after watching him debut, I have went the other way. I thought it was great. <laughs> Debut for yes, sir. Mr. Copeland. I love the energy he brought. You know, I kind of wanted him to stay away from Christian. Because back in the WWE, you know, for some reason, Edge somehow always overshadowed Christian and what he was doing. But I think things are different now because Christian's on such a roll right now. He is such a villain. I think that this is one of the first times that I think they're on equal playing fields like you got a super villain with a new archer face new debut i think it's great for aw i'm really excited for him you know what release before you give your adam copeland thoughts let's stay on christian for a minute because you are right we got to give christian his flowers we typically do on the pod but to see where this man is now from when he signed the aw i remember that day that it was announced he signed and it was kind of a, a, a letdown because at this point we were used to like these major massive surprises. Are oh, you, you was down kind of, on that? 
Yeah, and I was just kind of yeah, like, man, like, is Christian that. really like that guy? Yeah, he can. We know he can go in the ring. That's gonna be great. We know he can young help the young talent. Okay, cool. But I was like, uh, I mean, cool, right? Like, okay, the work he's done in the last year. You look at that match with Darby Allen, and we gotta shout out Darby. He's a fucking monster. Like that guy. Hopefully, he's not injured. It was funny watching him on the scrum come in with his arm in a sling, and Tony's like. Don't fucking scare me. Like, are you okay? He was like, I don't know. We'll get tests done after this and find out. Um, but to see where he's at right now, to your point, E, like, man, I would have never thought Christian would be at the top of the wrestling world in 2023, just from where he was like years ago. But here we are. And he absolutely deserved that main event spot. Him and Darby killed it. So I was the same way too. I'm like, look, if if they're gonna bring edge in i don't want him going right with christian or against christian like ah now where he's like positioned i'm like all right give it to me cool sounds great i like it i love it let's get right to it um rhodesia, yeah, I, were, I remember where right we uh, rhodesia i do remember you were kind of down on the christian um coming in but i th- also think that well i didn't see this version of christian on right. display i didn't see that ahead of time but right. i also don't think that you saw the heel that Christian was in TNA. So I, I think this is his, like this version, this heel version of Christian is really taking you by surprise, which is great. So again, I think we're going to end for some great storytelling with these guys. So then where would you compare? This has to be better than his impact heel run in war or not run, but his work, his heel work. This is better than impact, right? You know, I thought about it earlier. And so this is how long of a day because I've, I've been having conversations with you guys all day. In my head, and then when I actually, I actually <laughs> then when I actually, you know, sit down and see you guys, I forget every conversation forget? we already had. I, I guess because we already had them right in my head. Them already <laughs> in your in your universe, it's <laughs> happened already. We moved. It on. already happened, right? But um, we're going on with Christian. I know we talked about it on the pod like a couple times. Like, who's the best heel in the business? MJF mm-hmm. and Dominic. It's neither one of those guys. It's Christian. And answer your question, like, yes, this this is a real villainous role. Like, to be honest, there's no redeeming qualities about Christian. No. Like, he is a horrible human being, right? <laughs> like, he is a horrible, horrible human being. You know, back at the, the peak heel run, Christian, he still was kind of, he was still kind of entertaining. This guy mm-hmm. ain't really entertaining. He is, but he's dastardly. So to answer your question, yes, this is the best heel version of Christian. I was going to ask you, Rhodesia, so you were never, actually, you really haven't liked Edge's run in WWE. Uh-oh. So now, removing yourself from that, and just, just take what we saw Sunday night at Wrestle Dream. So just take that in a capsule, and then we'll see tonight on Dynamite what that looks like, and going forward, somebody who was like, I can take or, or leave edge i'm not really i don't really care much about edge and christian that backstory what was your from that perspective what was your thoughts on how he debuted well one it was completely electric as soon as he came out well for starters once the main event switched and when darby and christian main event it we kind of already knew that this is probably where edge is going to return which you mentioned about adam i'm sorry can't can't keep saying edge adam there's three yeah, adams adam. now in AEW. adam page adam cole adam copeland we should just go with Cliff Copeland. Wasn't that the name we were going to give him? 
um, with Cliff. Oh, yeah, Cliff. <laughs> we should start calling him Cliff. He's Cliff on the TFW pod. Yeah. So I lost my train of thought there. But with Cliff, there's something about, one, that song. So, of course, I know the song. I even love the song hearing it to the point where at times where, well, he'll come out in WWE. Matthew will be like, you can't sing a song if you don't like him. So it's still <laughs> something about that's electric, about, about him, his aura, um, his the his music. So when that hit, even though we knew it was coming and the lights went dark, it still was a moment as a wrestling fan, like, oh my God, these are the things that we care about. These are the, the, the moments that we dream about. So just taking Adam Copeland for what it is and to know that you could feel the energy between him and Christian, because again, you talk about Christian work and how great he is as this heel and just as a character, just like how like shocked he was as when Adam Copeland came back. And to me, I'm like, when you see that, at first, I felt the same way. If you do bring them back, don't don't team them up with Christian. But right. I kind of like this. I kind of like either if, mm-hmm. if they're together or if they're not together. I think this is something that's really, really beautiful. And I think that both of them respect the business enough to not to bury any other talent or not to just get out of the limelight themselves. I think this is actually a really good thing for AW. Oh, I said it. Cliff. I have so many different thoughts, too. So let's start with the music, which is awesome. Beth Phoenix's voice is at the beginning. That part was the part that was trademarked, not the actual song. I had no idea he would get the same song. So that added to it also to see the exact same presentation that we've been used to for 20 plus years in AEW. That it would have had to completely gone haywire after that for it to be like, damn, that didn't land. But when he came out to that music, same pyro, the same smoke, I, I was like, okay, this, we're here. This, this is it. And then to watch him in the scrum. And this goes back to the the fan base of AEW. I told Radiza this past weekend, we were watching, I think we may have been watching Collision. I can't remember. And I said that, in my opinion, I wonder how many casual AEW fans there are. And what I mean by casual is they know it's a work. They know it's entertainment. But they don't know the inner workings the way we know the inner workings. And I would have to just assume, I would love to see a number. I'm thinking maybe less than 10%. I would is agree. that. I think, I, I think 90 plus percent of AEW fans know what it's all about. They know, of course, we know they know all the indie guys because they come on without any TV time and get huge pops in every building they hit. So they're a much more smarter crowd. And listening to, to Adam talk on the scrum and just seeing his excitement and hearing him talk about man, I'm here to like help the younger guys. Like there's so many people that I didn't get a chance to work with. Like I look at like the menu of wrestlers here and I'm just like, how can I turn this down to hear stuff like that? You're just like, man, that's like really awesome because that is what we wanted out of punk. And we got it from punk for like a year plus, but I think he, I think he definitely takes punk's role. And I also think, and this is going to sound a little crazy. So maybe I'm a prisoner of the moment. No, his debut was not better than Punk's debut. But I wonder if long-term Edge is better than Punk was long-term for AEW. And that's a really good question to ask uh, or analysis to look back at, just because even when CM Punk came back to wrestling, he still ended his career on a sour note with WWE. 
that right there alone is the difference. So you have someone like Adam Cliff who's coming over. He had a beautiful send off from WWE. That relationship is perfectly fine. No bridges burned there. He's not coming with this chip on his shoulder where right. Punk did come with a chip on his shoulder. So in totality, and we'll see I me mean, barring any injuries or anything catastrophic happening in the world, we might look back and say that Edge returned, Chris, what is his name? Adam returned did better for AEW than, than Punk long term. We gonna call him what's his name? What's his name? <laughs> I'm fine. Right. Let's do that. Let's do that. What's his name? What's what's his face? But you know, uh, the the scrum guys is actually what 100 percent sold me on Edge um, coming to AEW. Yep. Because like I I am anti Prince at the moment, so I I thought it was a great moment, but I still wasn't sold on him being an AEW. But listen to his the scrum and listen to his positivity, his energy. And, you know, I'm always drawing towards that. And mm-hmm. then the key thing that really got me was when Tony Khan said he's a full-time employee. He's a full-time oh boy. worker. Yep. He's going to be on a week, weekly TV. Like, that's what got me because, like, that's what we need. Because what I was interested in was a part-time, you know, wrestler coming into the company right. yep. we, we we get a couple of good moments and he's off the tv we see him every couple of uh, months maybe on a pay-per-view etc but to see him week to week now i know that he has like you no know, stake in this mm-hmm. and i'm hoping that he can provide some leadership backstage mm-hmm. and make a couple of different changes so you know case in point um to what you guys were saying is he a better fit i think maybe from a personality standpoint possibly because you, you don't hear about Edge rocking the boat. He seems like a kind of guy that always gets along with everybody, kind of goes with the flow of things. Um, whereas, you know, Punk has a confrontational demeanor, you know, about nature him. about himself, right? Mm-hmm. Now, he he can, he went to the company with the best of intentions, right? He wanted to make a change. Um, but sometimes certain people, their, their message, the message is sometimes it's more, I, sh- I should say, the delivery is more important than the message, right? And I think his delivery on um, his message might have rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, where I think that Edge or Adam is going to be a little bit different. He might be What's more like name? Christian. Yeah. You might, <laughs> you might actually be more like Christian. Right? You think about Christian, and that's the nice thing about Christian is that he has a name that just transitions right quickly <laughs> from, you know, from whatever. He's not what's his name. We've yeah. always been calling him that. We, like, yeah, calling we, Christian. We, can, we can remember Adam Copeland. It's a matter of trying not to say Edge. And not to say Edge. Mean, We've been like, calling him Edge for like 30 years, right? So, <laughs> but... You know, you think about Christian. Christian's a, uh, as a wealth of knowledge. They say he's one of the best um, finished guys or set up you know, guys in the business. Like they said that uh, he just really knows how to set up matches and his uh, attention to detail is absolute. And I believe that Edge has a lot of that too. But what you never hear is about Christian rubbing anybody the wrong way. What you kind of hear from Christian is like, hey, look, I'm here. If you got a question or you need me, but otherwise, you know, do your thing, right? But now you can tell in his matches, you can see in that match with Darby that it was a lot of Christian sprinkled in that match. Like oh, a yeah. lot of things mm-hmm. made absolute sense. Um, that that bump on the on the chairs, I mean, I guess he tried Ooh. to work with him on that one. But that so was a big I one. wonder, I wonder, did Christian not want to go along with that bump? And then Darby was like, no, let's do it. Because if you remember. First bump was just a slam mm-hmm. onto the outside, right in front of the the steps. And then they did it yeah. again. And he didn't slip. 
And I, I really wonder if Christian's like, dude, you're out of your fucking mind. We, yeah, like, we so can't I'm not do doing this. it. Darby's right? like, he's like, no, run like, it back. Run it back. Yeah, like, because yeah. it was so it. weird. It was like right in front of the steps. Like, um, <laughs> that did you like fall? <laughs> hey, 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 you talk about somebody who's smart, because I do this too. Sometimes when you, there's something I don't want to do, but I have to do, I do it wrong. Just to say I try. Oops. Oh. <laughs> you won't like, ask me to do it again either if I do it wrong. Right, right. <laughs> but Darby's like, hey, no, no, hey, 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 no, hey. Jay, it's okay. Try again. <laughs> <laughs> and the Christian's like, damn it. But, like, I, just, you know, but to your point about just his excitement level, to hear him talk about them shooting the video package Friday night, downtown Seattle, and how just, like, he was, he was like a little kid. And exactly. this goes to, this goes to what we talked about a couple pods ago when I said, take Jay. Y'all know I got to ask you who won the trade. Super early, who won the trade question, but I got to ask you that. But when we talked about Jade, we talked about Jade said, hey, I need to go to the grand stage. It was always, that was always the North Star. That was always what it was all about. And then we talked about what that looks like for WWE. And I said, you go to WWE to be the biggest star possible. You go to AEW to get that creativeness out of you that the reason why you got in this business in the first place, I can scratch that itch. I think what we're going to see now that punk is gone and punk was just punk was not all the backstage issues was not on punk. I think it was a catalyst to a lot of Of them. Of course not. Yeah. Recently, but no, every locker room has some issues. But what I will say is if you look at your older guys that can still go, I think AEW can be that perfect destination for when, you know what? I'm tired of coloring inside the lines. I'm tired of showing up at call time at noon for TV. And I'm told exactly what to say. I'm told exactly what I'm going to do. And I don't really have a say. Now, when I get to the edge level, when I get to the Roman Reigns level, yeah, now I can play around and tweak some words in my promo. But at the end of the day, the story is the story and I just need to do what the story is. And we know that's not the case in AEW In AEW. It is, Hey, your program is going to be with Luchasaurus. Go have fun putting your matches and your promos together. That's gotta be exhilarating for somebody that knows how to do this thing. Exactly. The way, the way they know how to do somebody else. But yeah, but someone like a veteran, like, like Adam Copeland. Absolutely. You don't have to worry about being polished all the time. Correct. Yeah, because I, I think you're spot on, Matt, with that. I think you're going to see a lot of veterans. And, you know, like I think that uh, Edge, Christian, the Dolph Ziggler type that's been in the machine for years, right? In a lot of ways, you think about Edge, and we talked about, like, Edge has done almost everything you can do in the WWE, like, right? And I, I heard, well, I read, I didn't read it, but I, I, I read somewhere that, you know, he had creative differences on how he should be used in the future. Now, you know, he can go to AEW as an open campus for him. He can kind of reinvent himself. He can kind of do different things. To whereas somebody new like a Jade, like this is uncharted territory for her. Right. To go into this machine and kind of learn and go through the process. I think you're going to see a lot of, like, as you said, a lot of the veterans who are kind of over the machine looking for mm-hmm. a different outlet. And then I think you're going to see a lot of newer people who are like, hey, this is brand new. I need to get into I need to see what it's about. I need to fill it. I need to get there. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of that going forward. Because, because to that point, they've been there, done that. There's yeah, nothing exactly. more for Edge to do. 
Nothing. And, but I also think that's the reason why he's in AEW. So think about it. If he's willing to go weekly, he's full time. This man didn't even have a Survivor Series match. I mean, not Survivor Series, SummerSlam match. They just didn't have anything for him, I yeah. think. So where maybe we thought, oh, no, he wants to be part time. He signed a deal with AEW. He's like, no, you'll see me every week. Hey, didn't he Am say he wanted to be full time? And, um, mm-hmm. WWE said no or something like that? Yeah, I just think they didn't have anything for him. Because if you look at it, where they're headed, what more was it for Edge to do? He wasn't going to get a title run. He wasn't. Okay, you could have brought him back as soon as you found out Cena was coming back. It's too late now. But hindsight, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, if you knew you were getting Cena for, you know, a three-month run, summer slash fall, okay, maybe we run Edge and Cena back one more time. Other than that, it would have turned crossed into every single. It yeah, turned like he's into done a legacy mat, a legacy acts like Mark yep. Henry and Big Show. If he would have stayed, he's done everything from that perspective. So we had our our pod last week, and we talked about thirty plus minutes about Jade going to WWE. How big of a move it was! How big of a moment it was! They put the full court press on. Less than a week later, we got Adam Copeland in AEW. So it is now actually a week from when they announced. Jay, because they announced Jay last Tuesday that she officially signed. Seven days in, who won the trade, guys? Did Jay going to WWE win the trade or Edge to AEW? Adam Copeland win the trade. <laughs> this is a tough one. Immediate win may have to go to AEW just because for reasons that even Ishan mentioned. Adam Copeland is going to be able to be a leader in that locker room. He's going to be able to be a leader on the TV, in ring. That knowledge is something that's taken decades to to earn and to learn. So I think immediate win is going to be Adam Copeland. But let's just be honest. You have Jade. You have your entire future. If she can amount to just half of what we want her to be, she's going to be greatness. And put her in that WWE machine, they have that luxury of time to build her to, to that. So when you look at it that way, it has to be WWE to win automatically because you're looking at it in totality. So I'm going to be nice guy. I, I, I'm going to give you two takes. Nice, okay. nice take. They both win. Oh, Cause, no. Give me a bad yeah. take then. <laughs> yeah. because You know uh, they a- both win. AEW <laughs> gets, the, the Edge is kind of replacing CM Punk in, in some ways. Mm-hmm. They lost a big star. They gained a big star. Right. Potentially, they can get another locker room leader. They definitely get somebody with the wealth of experience. He's going to do great. Hopefully, hopefully, some of these wrestling fans can get that get their head out of their boo boos and understand that this is great for business for both sides. And they kind of can tr- check out what AEW is doing. Maybe he can bring over some views and some fans over to the AEW, and they can continue to grow. I think it's phenomenal. On the WWE side, they get a brand new star. Right, they get, if you look at the division, especially in the women's division, mm-hmm. then you got Rhea on Raw, and then there's everybody else. Um, I love Charlotte, but man, she's almost become she's a young woman, but she's becoming like Edge. She's done everything on that show. She's another one, and we'll get into. We can have a whole conversation. I, I was yeah. about to say payback. See, it's I'm having lane. the hardest time, guys, remembering Fast Lane. We'll get to the Fast Lane preview. After this hopefully, conversation. Hopefully that's not an omen to the actual pay-per-view or PLE. No, I don't think so. But they are throwing like, it's like she shows up and if she's not in the title match, 
which is like, okay, well, she didn't really do anything to earn a title match this go around, but okay. But if she's not in the title match, it feels like it's a waste of her time to your point of like, she's, she's also getting to that. This is a sketchy, sketchy situation for Charlotte because that can get to a point where that runs thin too with the fans. Like every time we see you, you're involved in a title picture. Yeah. But, um, but on the women's, on the SmackDown women's side, like it, it just, to me, I think the women's division is a little stale outside of Rhea. I think Rhea is, is a huge star. Um, and I think Jay's going to definitely add to that. But I'm going to give you the, uh, the other take. I'm going to give you a, a real take. If I gotta, Here we go. I pick a winner. Here we go. WWE won this, this trade. Seven days in, you feel that way. WWE, Even though Jay hasn't have, been on TV yet. Because we got a brand new star. And if Jay is what we think she is, she's going to be big dividends for that company in that division. And they got her. She's a young woman. She's 30, 31. Right? She's not even in her prime yet. And, you know, look, it is what it is, y'all. Don't get mad at me, but black don't crack. That woman's only going to get prettier as she gets older. So <laughs> there's, there's that. They have a he new... Said, don't they, get mad at me. Hey, it is what it is. That's a fact, right? That's a fact. They have potentially um, a, a, a superstar for the next 10 years, whereas they got Edge. He's 50. Right? He got a lot of miles in that body. He just came so back from a career engine, career ending injury. And ain't Sting 66, where Seth tried to paralyze him. He's still out there moving and shaking. Oh, yeah, and actually, that too. Another one, I think, didn't he say that was the first time him and Sting had been in, in a ring? In, in a, a, in a ring together, yep. Mm-hmm. Man. But, this is, this is, but that, here's, here's the point to that, though. Like, you no, know, Sting ain't moving merch or, or, or ticket sales anymore. And Edge has a, has a short window to do the same thing for them. Um, I hope that they really can capitalize on Edge and the momentum and his star power so they can bring some more eyes on their product. But I, I'm unsure of the track history of them capitalizing on these new stars is very low. So you think about the machine, they've already got so many eyes on this woman. She's coming in there. I don't know what is, I want to say a bull's eye mm-hmm. is on her, but I she's coming know, in with a know. lot of pressure. I did, that. I did. I did think that watching that promo on raw Monday, and I thought I heard some boos when they showed it, which I was like, okay, whoa. But I thought that I was like, all right, when does this become too much? If, if now word is she's scheduled to be at fast lane, but fast we don't lane, know what capacity payback. she may. Damn, I did it again. No, fast no you lane. said it right. You said it right. Um, you said it right. <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't know if that's on camera or not. They may just have her there, you know, do some promo shots, figure out how pay-per-view day looks. We'll see what that looks like on Saturday. But um, if they keep her off TV for a while and they keep running these promo packages, I can see, to your point, like the crowd being like, all right, like you better she blow better our be socks off, mm-hmm. which I think she will. I do think she will. And for me, that's, and that's why I said that let her get her reps in NXT. Because there's going to be a lot of eyes on her. She needs to be able to go up there and be able to perform. And that last match she had with Chris, it was all right. But it wasn't what we saw from Becky and, uh, and Tiffy the other day. No, not at all. And word is she's going to be on Raw. Anywhere where the veterans are, I'm, I'm completely good with it. Because don't forget, we got Kyrie Sane coming back. And I oh, am sure she's, that's I'm sure, I, I love I'm sure she's getting thrusted right in that EO Sky Asuka situation that's going to be incredible 
Uh, my answer for, for me right now, because I say it was seven days, it's Edge to AEW. And it's because of what he can bring. I think the YouTube video is up to 3.6 million views as of right now. I don't know if that's number one or number two of all their videos for the year. Um, I think that he is going to be able to do some things creatively that immediately we're going to be able to see and love it. Because as much as we feel at times, Tony does a lot of the start, stop pushes. Now, granted, you're talking about Edge. I mean, you could argue this is the biggest signing in AEW history. You could argue that. I think you're wrong, but you could argue that. But he hasn't missed on that top, top people. Now, granted, I guess he's only really only had Punk. Uh, is there anybody else, would you say, at that level, like that top, top, top level that Edge is in AEW right now? I mean, he's, a, he's an EVP. It would have been Kenny Omega. Okay. And Kenny kind of has been a little, but Kenny does his own thing. Like right, Kenny, right, right now, Kenny, Kenny still ain't won. Kenny ain't won in months. <laughs> he ain't won in months, man. And he ain't going to win until he figured out this whole Don Callis thing. Hey, but I, I uh, hate to say it, but, you know, you can argue either way. I don't think you'd be wrong, honestly. Edge or CM Punk was their bigger signing. You could say either way. Because um, Edge has been a top wrestler for that company for a long time. He has a, he has a big name. In, in wrestling and with the and with the uh, what is it what do we call the fans who don't watch the mainstream fans mm-hmm. right I don't mm-hmm. I don't know who they would know more CM Punk or Edge but I think they're like neck and neck but you you see what happened with CM Punk the way he was handled now it's a lot of personality but what I'm saying I say this Punk debuted and we talked about ratings last week but Punk debuted almost 1.5 mil right and then here it is a year later we're under a mil. And viewership, but that's, Punk, that's, we knew that's Punk was the, coming the, back yeah, though, yeah. right? Whereas we didn't know exactly when Edge was debuting. Wasn't there a push yeah, that so, we knew Punk was coming back? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Dynamite's ratings gonna be really, really interesting for sure yeah. this week. But I, I do think, and then we can close it, and we can kind of get into just the best things that we saw or highlights from Russell Dream. I do think this is proven. Your veterans are going to be leaning toward going to AEW when their contract's up. There are a ton of contracts up in 2024. I cannot wait. This <laughs> We're in for what we got last week numerous times next year. But I also think the young guys and girls in AEW that really are stars, that can be stars, Ricky Starks, Warlow. I hope for Tony's sake again, MJF is signed. He still is adamant. He is not signed. Um, he was a little bit on the interview that he had this past weekend, kind of promoting Russell Dream. He was a little bit more, I think, up to signing before January. Now, he also said afterwards he was drunk in the, in the interview, so maybe a little bit more of that oh, truth serum was okay, in him. Okay. But he just, he just said that potentially with a capital P, there could be a bidding war in January, but that he has not signed anything yet. And then I was wondering, like, is he also waiting for the news of the Max deal to happen? And maybe, like, you couple that with that? Kind of like what they did with Jade. TKO's first big signing was yeah. Jade Cargill. Maybe they do something with Max, too, where it's like, hey. Max for Max. We're, Get we're it. on Max. <laughs> and now Get we're it. on Max. Dude, dude, wait, man, hold on a second. I, I haven't used this probably since, like, episode three. Right, no, okay, you do like, we do Max that, right? on yeah. Max. That was a long...
Drum roll, though. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm getting better and better at this. <laughs> so yeah, so that could be a thing too. Russell Dream itself. What were some of your high, your standout performances? Let's not go highlights. What were some of your standout performances from Russell Dream? Okay. Whoever wants to go first. Um, for me, it was Swerve. We already talked about Christian. We are, but for me, it was Swerve. It was Swerve's house, and who's house? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like when you watch that match, I feel like Swerve was put on the clinic. And I don't know if Heyman kept up with Swerve. You sent that in the text. Yeah, I don't really kept up with him. I didn't respond because I didn't know how to respond because the match wasn't over yet. And what I mean by that is, like, we know that wrestling's give and take. Right, so if he's getting the shine, typically it's because he's supposed to be getting the shine. Now he's also in his hometown. I think that was something to do with it. So maybe Hangman gave him a lot more. Not to say that Swerve needs him to give him anything, but this entire, to me, this entire program for both of them was about elevating each other. And honestly, to get Swerve to that next level. I don't know how you watch that match and that pay-per-view and not think to yourself, oh, Swerve's up next. Swerve's on deck. I don't know how you get there. Because it ain't against MJF because he's got Switchblade, Switchblade allegedly. Um, Christian's the TNT champion, so it's not against Christian. I don't know what belt he goes after, but this is one of those, hey, let's strike while the iron's hot for me. Because he's also somebody that I had down as a standout performance. It's Swerve. Uh, He's got it. He's been had it, but now I think he's showing everybody what he has. And I got to ask you now, E, you came out here and, and you crapped on Prince Nana from the day he started doing the swerve dance. And now it's getting over. Crowd's getting into it. Go ahead. Everybody's getting into it. Tell me you changed your stance on my boy Prince Nana. Tell me now, when that music hit, you stood up in front of that television and you hit that thing. Hey, you know what? If it was anybody other than swerve, I love it. I like silly stuff like that, but not 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 with Swerve. This is this is here's here's my thing. What's gonna happen to Nana? And I don't know if it's gonna work in the long run, but he's 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 about to catch your ass whoop. <laughs> <laughs> well, hell, he might catch one by Swerve. Sometimes when he that's, comes out, that's hit what I'm it talking hard, about. Yeah, no, Swerve's that's like, what I'm dude. About. Okay, that's like, what I'm talking about. Chill. Swerve is gonna whoop that man's ass. <laughs> He is going to whoop because when he was coming down to the ring, he was kind of getting in front of him doing that. Like, bro, you mm-hmm. need to step to the back, get to the side. Like, he is he is agitating the ass whooping, y'all. It's going to come. Cause he's popping the crowd. And if you look at if you look at Swerve in his eyes, like he is not about the bull right now. Mm-mm. He is focused. Right. And you got my man shucking and jiving. <laughs> oh, hey, boy. Killing doing all it this too. dancing. Like, he, he, he doing way too much. He is taking a lot of spotlight from Swerve. He is agitating the ass with me, y'all. He's going to get one real, real soon. I do think, shout out. I'm really happy for Nana and Swerve, but I'm really happy for Prince Nana because when he first started doing that, I was like, it, was, it felt to me like a little bit of like a mockery. Right, like you can't be serious. You you're not serious. They've gotten it over, and I don't think I don't think the turn's happening yet, E, because I think that this is really getting over. I, you know, they got to figure out. He's gonna start getting cheers. He's got the whole who's house, house thing. Yeah. That's already a face thing to do. 
Uh, you got Prince Nana, and now you got the crowd involved, too. You can't cut that off at the legs. This song is going to be, in a minute, their version of Judas in AEW. Oh, heck you know. Not to what you do just you really, Do you yep. really want that, though, as a heel? Because, like, just the heel that Swerve is being. Like, right, the, swer- the, kind of swer- the kind of heel Swerve is, he's very... You know, he's he's like he's almost like a uh, Christian type of heel, too. He's not trying to, you know, make, make friends with the audience. He's trying to be a, a, a evil <laughs> boss type character himself. Right. It doesn't fit that he will want all that pomp and circumstances surrounding him. I think um, as long as he as long as he doesn't play into it, I think he's fine. But you just signed Prince Nana to a multi-year deal. And I'm not saying all he is is, is a dance. But right now, if you cut that away from them, what else do you have? And that Swerve song, so the numbers are going to start jumping up on iTunes and Spotify because that song is there. He actually had an interview, too, where he talked about he feels like that song is almost Prince Nana's song more than it is Swerve's song because of the dance and and all that kind of stuff. I started laughing when you brought up Christian. Did y'all see on the buy-in when they were doing Antonio Noki's family's presentation, they shot the Christian? Watching in the in the back. I didn't see that. <laughs> God, I was like, I cannot believe they did that. I cannot believe they correlated Anoki's death to Christian. Like, I was like, oh my god! Hey, they asked Christian about it. They, they I asked Christian hollered. About it. Well, because no, Anoki's son was there. Okay. Yeah, he was in the ring, and they yeah, they, the sh- they I, shot to Christian but, watching in the back. But what I'm saying because Christian's always talking about people's daddies dead yes. and stuff like that. Yeah, okay, yeah. Like, yeah, he's yeah. always you know talking to the sons with they with their dead daddy. But you know, they asked Christian about it at the scrum. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I just was there. Yeah, <laughs> sitting there with his title with a little smirk on his face. I was like, damn, that's crazy. So get this, that's crazy. You know how you talk about how it was a mockery first when Prince Nana was hitting the move. Yeah. Something and well, you know, because that's an old person's move. Prince Nana is only forty-four years old. <laughs> I thought Prince Nana was well over fifty. <laughs> you thought he's any long age? I had a Wikipedia that one. <laughs> that's funny. So, e, so- you have, sorry, Prince uh, Nana. Jeff Swerve is one of your bigger standouts. Who's, who was one of your bigger standouts? I don't want to say bigger standouts because I think you've already mentioned the matches that I thought was pretty big. What I did have a couple of comments on was the, I think it was in a zero dark 30 hour. You know, zero dark 90. That thing was an hour and a half. Now they didn't start the matches until an hour before, but I was like, come on, man. How long this, is this show? What is it? Zero hour. So in the zero hour, yeah. um, who I've never seen wrestle before. Wow. Um, Josh Barnett and Claudio. I thought that was a really, really, really great match. Um, again, mm-hmm. I've never seen this guy before. So for me to have mm-hmm. no investment in him, that was really, really awesome. And then just for a hot second, I really did think Julia was going to take the TBS championship. Um, I guess the, in the bigger picture, I didn't want her to win. I wanted Chris to, re- to retain it. Um, but I, my emotions were there for a moment that I, I thought Julia was going to win. But that that's all. Y'all said it, everything else. It did uh it did feel a little deflating. When she lost, mm-hmm. it was kinda like, not damn, it's over, kinda, but it was kinda like, man, what if? What if she would have won? She had a really good showing. Mm-hmm. I, I said that was one of my nerd geek out mm-hmm. you know, matches I was most excited for. And for what it was, I, I thought it was good for yeah. what it was. Uh like my two standouts you guys haven't talked about yet. 
was Zach Saber and Brian Danielson, and probably some of what you saw Radizia with Josh Barnett and Claudio, the real of wrestling. I talk a lot about like when things are real, and that entire Brian and Zach match was real. And what I mean by that is they are doing legit shoot reversals and counters. And somebody who doesn't care about that, I can see them watching just saying, like, this is boring. But if you know what you're looking at and you know how real things can get at times, that was a masterclass of just how to actually wrestle hold for hold, move for move, and not, you know, strike for strike or worked suplexes and clotheslines and things of that nature. I thought that was fantastic. Um, I loved Barnett putting Claudio over afterwards and just saying that Inoki would be proud of you. Like, that's a conversation they have backstage that they did in front of everybody. And I thought that was something that was really awesome for us just to be privy to. But maybe the MVP of the night. Maybe the person that, if you tell me this is happening going forward, you would never hear me complain again about AEW and their pay-per-views or their storylines. And that is John Moxley on commentary. <laughs> How did I forget? Oh, John my Moxley God. on commentary. How did I maybe the goal. He may be the goal. Yeah, air horns, round of applause. John Moxley is all <laughs> of us. The same way KO is all of us on Raw when he talks about like, do y'all not watch the show? Do you not see what this is? That was John Moxley liquored up. And of course, he doesn't do liquor. But me being liquored up, watching a wrestling show or watching my friends wrestle, how I would be reacting to everything that I thought he was fantastic. And he was Kudos, there for John two Moxley. matches, so so Kudos, it was like back double back. the time. <laughs> Back to back. Nigel pretty much had to tell him to shut up at one point. He was like, hey, that's enough now. Yeah, because like Moxley was like, uh, Mauro, man, he was trying to call the whole dang match by himself. <laughs> he was a one person, one person commentating booth. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but I tell you one thing that I did like though with him, like Austin, it was all sincere. But um, he was calling moves. And I, I told Radish, I was like, it's funny because at times we look at Moxley as a garbage wrestler and not as a wrestler that sucks, but. A lot of times when you use plunder and weapons, it's called garbage. Um, he was calling reversals <laughs> and moves. I'm like, dude, no, he knows what the game is. What, and that just shows that anybody that does anything at a high level knows more than we, we would ever think they know and what we know just watching at home. Um, overall, though, Russell Dream, another great show. They're only going to get stronger with, with Adam coming in. I think Mercedes is still sooner rather than later whenever she's healed. When she's coming in, good for them because after Punk, even really kind of with Punk, it had a little bit of that that stain still because it's the black cloud that was still over him. We were still waiting for him to talk to the elite. That didn't happen. And now, it, honestly, it feels like after All Out, after Wrestle Dream, now Adam Copeland being there and whatever else they have coming, we know the Max deal is about to be announced soon um, for streaming. It feels like they've completely turned the page of that stuff. And now they can just move forward. Yeah. They ended that chapter. Yep. Which is, um, which is very, very cool. But overall, I think Russell dream was what I expected to be a series of great matches. Um, I was really entertained by it. Overall, one great wrestling show On to the next. We hope to be a great wrestling show. And that's this Saturday. WWE presents fast lane, Matt. Fast lane, not payback, payback. part two. Payback part two. Fast um, lane. Payback was was it last month? 
it was like recently. It was over the summer. So maybe right after. Damn, I don't know why I'm stuck slam. on that. Okay, got yeah. it. Fast we're, lane. We're in October. Fast lane. So Fast maybe it was lane. payback was in September. Anywho, so right Fast now lane. I was got able it. to only find five matches announced so far. So do y'all want to start with what we presume would be the top of the card or just go for what we know? Where do you no, let's, let's work with what you think is going to be the opener. You know what? No, you're doing it. Book it. I ain't booking. Book it. It. I'm just reading what, yeah, what are. matches are announced. Nope. And then no, I want you to book it. Your input. Give, us, doing what, the normal give us what drill you start the show uh, with, and then do the main event. No, last time I did that, I got ran through the mud on the Twitter, on the X, so you no did. thank you. I'm going to just... I think, I think you I'm had gonna, 10% of the vote, and it was only you. <laughs> we actually we had more, we had more than 10 votes, but you were absolutely the only person that voted. Vote. Yeah. I think I had one sympathy vote. Don't play me like that. So All right, so what you got? You know what? Let's just start with the... How the WWE Network had a list there, or website has it. So what we think might be the opener, we have the Undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. We have the Judgment Day, Finn Balor, and Damian Priest versus Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso. So when I think about this one here, you know, after, what, several weeks of the Judgment Day trying to recruit Jay, and Jay finally putting that line in the sand saying, nope, I'm not joining you. We're here. I think that this was kind of like a, a really rocky start to this storyline for me. Uh, but here we are. We have what? Cody Rhodes teaming up with Jay. So he pulled out his politician card, brought Jay over to Raw. And so now we have the two of them after Adam Pierce confirmed it on Raw just this week. I believe that was this week that he officially announced it, that it was for the championships. What are y'all thinking? Oh, I'm going to do it like this. Your expect your anticipation for the match, kind of where you at the number, like our normal thing, one to ten. Ten most excited. One, I can go to sleep. And two, who do you think is going to win? Take it, E. Uh, I guess I would say I am a seven right now because I keep forgetting there's actually even a pay per view coming up. To be honest with you, so I can't <laughs> say I'm that excited about it. Um, but as far as from a story perspective, I think it's going to be a good match. Um, I'm, I'm interested to in see what Jay and, and Cody do. I think it is, it's going to be a lot of storytelling in this match, right? It's, it's, we're, I think at some point we're going to get some, some kind of Jay and Cody match potentially in the future. Um, so Jay versus Cody? Yeah, I think we're, I think we're trying to Jay wow, and Cody match. Wow, really? Like yeah. Really? Hmm. So I think it's going to be interesting to see where they go in this tag match. So you got it, you got it like a seven. Who you got winning? I think Judgment Day retains. So I don't know if they, you know, is it a count out disqualification? Um, but I think they're going to end up retaining those championships. I think, um, you know, it's funny because if there's been times where we have been harsh on AEW booking, I'm going to be harsh on the booking of this match. If it was strictly because of the match, it would be a zero. This came out of nowhere. Like, yeah, yeah it came out of nowhere. Now, we all love Jay and Cody. So it's not a zero as it's probably about an eight. Cause I think the match is going to be awesome with judgment day against them too. But just, no, you just happy because Sammy and KO went in it. But oh my God. Continue. Thank you, please. Continue. Thank you, baby Jesus. <laughs> thank you, baby Jesus. When they said that where they were going to announce, I was like, if they announce another iteration of KO and Sammy, <laughs> I ain't, I am not watching. What is this show called? Payback. I'm not watching payback. Um, <laughs> so like... give, so I'll be, give me about an eight. And, um, I think after Monday night, it'd be cool to see Judgment Day retain due to Drew, Costin, Cody, and Jay the titles. 
it would make perfect sense where the story arc is going right now. And then that's like kind of the official turn of uh, Drew. And then we go Drew and Cody, you know, maybe at Saudi. So this one for me, I'm going to probably say a six. Probably just, okay, whatever. I think it has a lot of opportunity because what you just mentioned about Drew, we also have J.D. McCullough and then you have the Finn Balor and Damian Priestside. And especially when mommy came back to Raw this week, she first what addressed her poppy and that he needs to retain it. So, of course, by the time people are listening to this, we would know if he got, well, not retain it, if he wins it back, we would know if Dom won it back. I just want to see how that's going to play out. So there's a lot of potential here, a six. Uh, who do I think is going to win? I don't see a point for Cody and Jay to win the titles. So I'll say that the Judgment Day will retain. That pop Rhea got? Mm-hmm. Holy hell on Raw. When, when, they, when they finally do turn her face, she's already big. She's going like, to be out of here. Um, next, we have the LWO versus Bobby Lashley and the Street Pop Profits in the six-man tag team match. So I had just a couple notes here after the latest beat down of the LWO, which finally it looked believable. I still feel like Montez. We here now. Lo- we here a, now. He still looks a little bit awkward. His, his anger no, mean is a little bit animated. Better. It's better, better but, it, but it still world's looks kind better. of animated, to, a little too animated for me. This one, again, is a rocky start and kind of we're here. And I'm excited because they look good. And the last beat down on SmackDown actually looked good. Yep. So what do y'all think for your excitement, 0 to 10, or 1 to 10, and who's going to win? I got a 7. Um, and I thought that um, Tez looked, I thought he was pretty good, actually. Yeah, let's go, yeah. baby. Absolutely. Yeah, that, was, that, was a, that was a nice, hibbish beat down. Yep. Uh, I like the mannerisms and everything. You know, Dawkins was spot on. Um, but as far Man, I don't know. Like this LWO thing, whatever they're doing, it's, it's taking a long time to get to where it's going. Like we we get some slow burn storytelling, but at the same time, I, I, we all kind of feel like Santos is going to be the one that turns because I don't think Ray's ever been a, a heel. No, that's one thing, right? He's never Not been. Well, maybe, 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 maybe when he was part of. Uh, I, no, I mean, Not in WWE, I don't think. No, I think the, the closest we would have got it from a heel Ray was back in the Filthy Animals, and that was like right. fifty years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> But, but you, I started thinking about when I was actually watching that show. If the LWO turns heel, you got Bobby Lash and his crew heel, the Bloodline heel, LWO. Judgment Day. You got like, well, think about just on SmackDown. So you got three, you know, heel factions on SmackDown. That's on a two-hour show. That's kind of crowded, especially when I was like, do we have any face? Would there be any face factions? We don't have any. But you never typ- you typically don't, no. right? Because you don't see a lot of face factions. Um, they don't not for long term. But you didn't tag. So, well, like, so, oh, so no, I started we, uh, thinking, what's the name? No, your boy. How would you forget Uncle Al? Oh yeah, but your, they don't Uncle work. Uncle Al is hurt, ain't it? <laughs> no, it's their group. Their yeah. face the OC is faces. Yeah, they are. They, but it doesn't work yeah. that well. But I started thinking about it. He said they don't they work. Don't, <laughs> yeah, it don't work. But then I started thinking like maybe they don't turn like maybe this is just some kind of storyline that maybe santos breaks away from the whole thing and does his own thing you know maybe that's what that's... i kind of thought or think is that yeah. if it wasn't be a hill turn it would be just santos and maybe it was coming on friday if you remember 
Ray went to go shake his hand and he didn't shake his hand yet. And that's when the prophets came in and jumped him. So you still don't know where he's feeling about Ray at this point, which I thought was great. Um, But yeah, maybe the story is there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So you're going seven and then you're going, who who you got winning? There's no way that Bobby and the prophets. Yeah. Bobby and the prophets have to win that. They have to. Unless this is just a part of the story again, where they don't Bobby get a lashing. Yeah. On them again. Yep. But, but then I wasn't was, he? Didn't he give him one last chance? Like, if you don't do this again, you're no longer part of my crew. Then he kind of tell him that. Who's in the match for LWO? Uh, I don't think they announced it yet, have they? It just Ray Mysterio challenged Bobby. So, oh, it got to be the the three of them. So it has to be everybody but was four Selena. No, it's four of them. No, it's four, no, it's four guys. It, it doesn't it's show a tag right team. now. Raul no, and uh, Raul and. Uh, DJ Z, what's his name, man? I, I, wow, man, he's they... still D- he's always he's always me DJ Z to me. DJ, who? <laughs> what is these names y'all talking about? Y'all got some names on y'all. Hakeem, Hakeem, Joaquin, Hakeem, Joaquin. He's a Hakeem. This ain't the African dream, Hakeem. What the hell? Hey, I was close. I got y'all where I need to go. I got you y'all sure where did. I need you to sure, go. You sure did. I'll come back. It didn't say it. It says LWO versus Bobby Lashley. So on the picture, That's really interesting. it has. Oh, it doesn't say it, huh? Hmm. No, it doesn't. It doesn't say it here. Um, nope, nope. On the picture, because that may though, give us our answer. That could so give the, us our answer. On the picture, if, if it's like have, Santos, Ray, and then one of them, the answer may be oh. different than if it's Ray and then just the tag team and Santos is not involved. So on here on WWE, it's saying. Um, Cruz del Toro, Joaquin Wild, and then they ha- and they have Selena Vega. So I don't know. So there we All go. All right, whatever. Yeah. So then, yeah, let's go. Yeah. For me, uh, excitement level is like six and a half, seven, and that all the excitement level is just for me to be able to see now what the profits look like working an actual heel match where they are the bona fide heels with Bobby, and then I'm gonna go Bobby and the profits. Completely ditto over here. But I want to ass whoop, and I want like a, a beat beat down. And and Montez, I, you've come a long way being a bad guy. I still that final image he had that mean mug that was still super animated. Just tone that down a little bit. Oh no, he keeps that. And he that's how he takes all his <laughs> pictures too. It's like dude, no, you gonna do the thing with the lip, but then like yeah. you smile like yeah. He reminds me of John Cena, on his in his animation. So this I think is maybe my. No, it's not my main event, but it has a potential to be my main event. And it's the women's championship uh, match. EO Sky, Charlotte Flair, and Asuka. Um, so pretty much, you know, how we got here. <laughs> uh, Asuka start cussing them out. And what did Bailey do? Bailey Bailey's is like, yeah, shit. you're on. You're on. Bailey, yeah, she's going to do this Bailey. triple threat match with you. And then what did EO Bailey's say? She's like, she didn't even say I that. I didn't say that. In the most clear English ever. I didn't say that. No, did she say that's not what she said? That's not what she said. <laughs> and then she's like, "Why did you do that?" And again, so you have Bailey being as um, set her up, crazy mastermind of just whatever for her, whatever that's gonna self-sustain Bailey. So I think that this has potential to be a really, really great match. You mentioned Kyrie saying, "I don't know um, how I forgot about that." Any word of when she's coming back? So in the initial word before was November. Okay. Uh, but then I think it may be sooner than that. But who knows? I don't think I don't know if she shows up Saturday. Uh, but I just know it's coming, and I'm sure okay. she's going to SmackDown, especially if they have just just because they have Jade pegged for Raw. Yeah. There's got to be you know like you don't you got to kind of balance 
the power of the new people coming in. Well, for me, though, so, you, I would so say, you're really, really high on this match. Huh? Yeah. So for me, I'm going to give it a nine. And because I think her reign needs a boost, I'm going to say EO Sky is going to retain. What about y'all? So let's talk. Let's, let's, let's do wrestling like, like, uh, like check right here. Like, how does Bailey get to decide who and when does EO defend against? Like, how can she just say, like, is she like the manager? Like, does she have power? She's the translator. Like, how can she just, how can she, you know, put this woman in the match? I agree. Who clearly doesn't want to be in the match? Like, that's one thing I want to get. But on a scale, go ahead. What do you you think? I was going to say, because I think EO is, she's a fighting champion, so she's going to fight. So even if Bailey does do some dumb shit like she did, she's going to be like, all right, my beef is with you, Bailey. I'm still going to do the match, but Bailey, I'm beefing with you. But go ahead. Yeah, on a scale of uh, one to ten, I'm gonna say a, a zero Ooh. Um, for this match. Uh, I'm gonna try really hard to go boo boo during this match. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so that's I'm good. insane. You were the same guy that came out here a month ago and went on a <laughs> soliloquy about women's wrestling. I'm not at a zero. I understand why. You, I understand why you're at a zero because I'm not high on this really either. I would much rather have another rematch, singles match with Oscar Neo. I'd be all about that. I, I'd be at a ten if that happened. But like I said, they're they're, they're kind of they're not forcing Charlotte because I don't ever want to say that because I think when it's all said and done, she will be a goat of women's wrestling. But like she just she just comes out of nowhere and then she gets a title shot and then she leaves or you know, they do nothing with her on TV and it's pay per view time again and then she she gets in another title match. Um, so I think the match is gonna be good. Every match is gonna be good. But like I'm probably at like a four on this just because I feel like she's being pigeonholed. Like she's being stuck in it. I don't like it. Uh, and give me EO. I think EO wins. It'd be a travesty if she does it. See, the problem with these women matches, and this is, I, I still get, I, I still, doesn't. I don't understand how you don't get where I'm coming up from with the women thing. It's not the women wrestlers. It's the storylines. It's the creative they're given. But, no, they but to- yeah, I know, I, I get that, but I'm saying you still can be yeah. excited for it because this is excitement no, levels. You can still no, say like. I'm not because like Charlotte, like I, I wish I cared more about Charlotte. It's just that she's done every, like she she more than anybody will kind of benefit like a change of scenery. I, I just don't like I I love I like the woman. I think she looks good. She's phenomenal. She, but I just she just doesn't interest me anymore. And speaking, I don't speaking of it, that, speaking of that too, Andrade to WWE, Alistair Black to WWE. <laughs> keep going. You see, hey. Zelina posted that video where her and Alistair are Malachi. Hey, but the thing, like, well, let's stay with there for just let's pause, stay with there for a second. Like, they got long term contracts. I don't think they're going to be there for for some time. I thought, okay. I don't, I don't know why up. I thought, okay. I, I thought Maybe it is, one though. Of them, I thought it was. Well, I mean, we say long term, if they signed in like 2020 or 2021, I don't know if it's a three year deal. That was 2021. Yeah. Okay. It was a three year or four year deal, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think that EO, like this storyline her as, with her as champion, I don't think they've done her any favors. I think she's been kind of a lame duck champion, the way they booked her. Um, and then Asuka, I don't think they, they did a whole lot with her. Like, I just don't think this story, I don't think they have anything compelling for these women to do. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. So what would they have Hey, to but Jay's coming to a, save the business. No, she's going to, to Raw. save the business. But she's going to Raw. She's going to Raw. <laughs> and they'll put all that pressure on her. Um, but so then what would, and this is just hypothetically speaking, because 
again, there's just too many factors here, but what would they have to do? And I'll say they for like these three here, what had had to happen for you to be engaged for this fast lane match? For so this you, you for it to be a, for it to be what it is as a triple threat match. Yeah, yeah well, because he said he was going to go try to use the bathroom at the time. It says zero, and that he does care about women wrestling. Is just that he doesn't care about this. What would that story had to have looked like to E for you to say? Well, you know what? I do want to give it a shot. I would have taken Charlotte out of this one altogether. To be honest with you, um, and I think they they should have seriously built up EO as a fighting champion. Um, I think they could do something. I, I do like. The, I think there's a story with her and, and Bailey for her to eventually break away, because you know. But I think that they would have needed to, like Bailey is kind of a, a silly heel character. When we talk about like the heel characters like Christian and like Swerve, like these evil characters. They they should have they they should make Bailey more evil to make her more unlikable. To, to really do something to make, to like, hey, you know what? Eo, you got to get away from this woman. She's bringing you down. They should give you more reason to hate Bailey and make you want to cheer Eo in a way that you kind of want to see her break away from this heel faction. And with Asuka, I think that with the makeup, like, she's just not sinister enough for me. I don't know what it is, but they should have they, they should have made her a little more, uh, like, dominant and more insidious in some type of way to where you want to see this potential baby face breakout star in EO, like, you know, get the, her win over this dashingly heel, um, Asuka at the same time, trying to break away from this heel faction that she's part of something along that lines. But I don't think we've gotten really that story. It's been a lot of silly stuff. Mm-hmm. That's your point with Bailey. She definitely could have been more or can be more diabolical um, versus like you said, just like a joke. All right, so this is probably one of y'all favorite main events right now coming up. So we have <laughs> John Cena versus LA Knight, Jimmy and Solo. There it 301. is, 301. <laughs> I'll tell you, it would have been the best thing ever. When we talk about a Rocky star, this is definitely a Rocky star. Whether we thought it was going to be AJ as his teammate, um, then COVID strikes. Uh, ultimately, we are finally here. We have L.A. Knight and John Cena um, versus Jimmy and Solo. I will say that I think that this Jimmy story is starting to come together. Still don't know really what's happening, but I'm getting the vibes that he's trying to be the head of the table based off of some of the moves and decisions that he's making. Um, but it is taking a little bit of time to tell this Jimmy story. I am here for it because I do like all the people that's in the match here. Um, excitement level for me, I'm going to just shoot and say an eight. And again, because I don't know where the story is going to go. Let's just say John Cena and LA Knight. I just picked that. Uh, I'm going to go another seven. And it's weird, you know, I always come here and say like, I care about stories and characters. And there's a lot of story and character on this show. I'm just not overall that not that interested in the pay-per-view. Maybe because I'm, I'm I've been pay-per-viewed out for the past couple weekends sure. and mm-hmm. you know, we've had so much going on. Um, and it could be but... cuz like you you you've seen Pat payback and you don't want to see it again. Like I feel you <laughs> on that, man. Like it feels like we just saw this pay-per-view. Day, huh? <laughs> but I I do think as Rodriguez said, I think the story is getting there. I think Jimmy's starting to come into his own cuz I think he started becoming the the, the Marty, Janetti, 
to you know Shawn Michaels as being you no know, Jay. But I think Jimmy is starting to come on to his character. I think he's starting to figure it out. He's kind of like that swarmy, you know, like like that loud mouth guy. You know, like he's he's becoming that guy. And I think it's very interesting to see. And he's now he's actually kind of rubbing off on Solo because now Solo feels like he got to like back up all this bark that Jimmy's doing for the family. And you know, it's an interesting dynamic. And you know, Ellie and I is you know, he's number one merch seller, right? So yes, sir. In they, September, him, over everybody. They, they're they're putting him in a position to where he can get the rub from John Cena, um, which is which is good. So I'm 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 a seven. I'm I'm interested to see where they go with the storyline. So you're at a seven. Who you got winning? Oh, who, winning? who I got winning? Uh, I, LA Knight and uh, Cena. Zero percent chance they lose this match. Who is that? It is Cena and LA okay. Knight, and I'm at a ten. <laughs> I'm at a ten because the Bloodline story is about to pick up. They lose on Saturday. Roman Reigns is back on SmackDown next Friday. We are back. We are back okay. in business. Yep. Okay. So the seven inning stretch in is done, huh? We're about to start yep. off top of the eight. Or is the seven inning before the seven inning? Well, or... remember, no. He said, no. They said we were in the third inning. Yeah, but we I'm, said I'm just, I'm saying like... it's the seven inning right now. It feels like, it feels like we were in extra innings. This, <laughs> this shit is like the 13th inning. It's supposed to be gone four, <laughs> four innings ago. You it's say like it's 1 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> It is. We all know that. If you are a baseball fan and that damn game just keep going on and on, you're like, can y'all please? At this point, I don't care if my team loses. Somebody just hit a home run, so I go to bed. Yes. This is ridiculous. (laughs) All right. So, Matt, you said 10. And and that's that's my main event because we only have one more match left, right? that's it. That's why I said I thought this would have been one of y'all main events. Yeah. And then we go to what they're building as the main event, and and they should, actually. Um, And it is um, the WWE Championship. We have Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. So what I loved about this build-up to the storyline, even though we just saw it, like, in this payback part two, right? Um, we've seen Shinsuke do a lot of his video vignettes and packages where it's in Japanese, and so it sounds more believable. And I absolutely love the video packages. For on Raw, um, he had, like, a little distraction diversion that he did where he played a video on the Titan Tron and he came and jumped Seth pretty bad. So that absolutely built me up to my excitement level um, for this match. And I think rightfully so it's in the main event spot. I'm actually going to give this a nine. Um, and I think that Seth is going to retain the championship. Although they keep talking about his back problems. I just don't see a WWE right now where Shinsuke is the champion. And that might not be fair to say to Shinsuke because I love him so much, but I think Seth will retain um, and I'm at a nine excitement level. I'm at a foe. Is that F O O? Foe? I don't care about this match. Um, I believe that Seth is going to end up uh, winning. Um, you know, I saw someone pose an interesting question online, and they said that they thought that, well, I think more of it maybe it was the statement. Who's the better champion, Gunther or Seth? And they had a picture of, you know, Gunther in his suit mm. looking distinguished. I said, you know what? Mm. I think maybe I'm going with Gunther because I care more yeah. about Gunther and his, and his reign and who he's challenging than I care about the, the past couple of matches that Seth has, has put on. Um, That's I think a really maybe, hard question. Maybe Gunther, the for me, is the, is the better champion. He's not on this show. Better champion. So can we Actually, pause I, right I, there? I'm going to go out and say... <laughs> I'm going to say he's the best champion in their company right now. 
I'm not going to yes. argue that well, at well, all. Because who, whoever, it would be one of the two, right? Regardless. Wouldn't it? Even right, if, right, even right, if you said right, Seth, right, wouldn't right, Seth right, be the right, best? Right, yeah, yeah. right now? Right, right, right. I'd right. say so. You can't say Roman. You can't say, unfortunately. The women. Rhea. Yeah, whatever. Whatever on yeah. people who just say stuff. Um, that's a really good question. Who would I? Who do I think is the better champion right now? I mean, Guthers didn't fat. I mean, for me, my personal taste is Gunther. Absolutely. For me, for what I like and what I'm into, it's absolutely Gunther. Like for, I just think they set this. I hate repeating myself, but we have this rematch for no reason. The first match should have ended in shenanigans. Didn't give us a reason to have a last man standing match, and they didn't do it. So uh, I'm at like a, so. I'm at like a two. I'm at like a two, and I thought the raw segment was awesome, a hell of a go home segment for that. Um, but I don't I don't believe it. And you can't take the belt off of Seth yet because that's what CM Punk's going to do. So <laughs> wow, okay, <laughs> you got to keep the belt on. Okay. <laughs> All right, so overall, it sounds like either y'all really don't care about the match or y'all absolutely are looking forward to the match. I'm leaning probably more to caring about a lot of these matches. Um, and that could just be me being just overly positive and maybe not real with myself, who knows. But overall, I think we will have a really great wrestling PLE this Saturday. It'll be another great show. Yeah, like the um, show's going to be great. It's mm-hmm. going to destroy a collision in the ratings again. <laughs> um, we, I, man, they got smoked last week going up against NXT. Ooh. And when it's only college what? football, they take a hit, but they got smoked against. It was actually, I think, the, the lo- lowest watched collision in history. And they got, they're going up against John Cena Ooh. Saturday. It's going to be it's, it's tough. Man, that Saturday is a tough sled. And I know we talked about it a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. E, without Rhodesia. Um, so it is actually, you can answer that real quick before we head out of here. I think sure. you got something else too you said. So we talked about it a couple pods ago is now that Punk's going off collision. Is this, is collision now must watch like live appointment viewing. And See, I said, uh, I'm no, he said, no. What, what do you think? So my answer is a little bit jaded because I, which is my own health issues. I haven't watched Collision. So the the origin of that question of, is it you have to watch it? I'm going to have to say no, because I haven't. I still haven't really seen a Collision in probably four weeks. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I told Matt Rhodesia, I uh, sent him a text, and I said, about Collision, no punk, no, no brand split, no reason for me to watch it on Saturday night. Mm. He, said, he said, no way. But but you still watched it, but but not having to watch it on Saturday night. I, I feel that I can respect that. Yeah. No, you know, for me, like it's like when I look at Dynamite and Collision, I'm 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 going to watch who has a stronger lineup, mm-hmm. and that's the show I'm going to watch. And I'm still not watching it. And if I'm going to watch Collision, I'm still not watching Saturday night. Give me some Sunday it, Sunday afternoon delight, okay? Right, we got football it, now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's a tough watch. Yeah, right. It's a it's a tough watch. And well, it's a tough appointment viewing. And I didn't know Punk meant that much to me. Evidently, it did. And I think the show switched a little bit too. Now that it's it's they don't have the the soft brand split now that and that's a good thing for their TV because everybody can go wherever you can get the best possible matchups as you possibly can on both shows. So I'm not against that. But those man, that first month of Collision was so fire. It is it's no longer, of course, my my top show. 
right now. We we went over that last week, but yeah. but yeah, so that was a good question. Um, it was something else that you said you you talked about the end. Of, oh no, in Fastlane, no, it's not that I'm not high on. It's only like two matches. I think I'm I'm from a excitement level, but I know they're going to deliver, right? Like Absolutely, the the women's yeah. match. I, I think the build is has been trash. I do, mm-hmm. but that match is going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, and at the end of the day, that's all we you want when you're watching uh, pay-per-view or PLE. If the matches deliver, then it's like, okay, we got our money's worth. Hey, but you know, I'm more interested in seeing if uh, Dominic can get the title back from Mommy tonight than watching that pay-per-view, though. I think that's going to really... NXT, I, NXT got it. I'm going to tell NXT you this right now. It. If I Mark my word. If, because today is Wednesday, right? So if on Tuesday, Dominic loses again i (laughs) oh i ain't gonna say this i can see judgment day losing too their tag team match okay that's it i'm I'm gonna leave it i I thought that i thought that (laughs) when you asked me questions i'm like yeah you know what what if they lose though yeah yeah what if they lose i don't see cody and jay like in a tag team match but just to the story of the judgment day of Rhea being so mad and irritated with them Whatever, I'll just I'll just let it be. Sunday's gonna be fun. Yeah, Sun Sunday's gonna be fun because you guys <laughs> listening, if you watch NXT, you probably already know. We don't yeah. know, of course. Um, so we'll be able to talk about that, and we'll talk about yeah. payback pre uh, review. But this is Wednesday, though, really on Tuesday night, but Wednesday. I'm confused. <laughs> I know, Matt. Before you send us home, I, I don't guess. know what you just okay. said. So, e, cut cut that out. I don't know what that even meant because I said on Sunday's podcast we'll talk about what happened and we'll talk about payback review. And then she brought up Wednesday. I, I oh, have I, no idea what that even. Oh, means. I got a whole conversation to cut out. I was going to cut out yep. the, the thing from earlier. I didn't know I had to go up and I got to cut this whole thing out too. There this you go. Some so interesting go. editing chomps. Maybe we keep it all in there. Maybe Do not edit me. Y'all gonna hear from my agent. Yeah. Do not edit me. Hell no. We editing you. We I, I give you one segment and you just completely took that segment and you did a great job. We appreciate. I, did. You. I think I think I did. And then a, a, I after did a you got done with job. that, you went off script and you just ain't ready to go off script yet. You just like you just like a young rookie. We pat, we're, look, we're past they, fifty nine minutes. Okay, a, I'm trying to celebrate a, my birthday. Okay, you're a WWE can we, wrestler. Can we get, get out of here? I'm trying to get you to be trying to get you to be an AEW wrestler. You don't need a script. I think I might give you bullet points. I would just tell you. Just go. I want I want this Cabernet that I haven't had in probably like a month and a half. Okay, so I I really want to go get my drink. Oh my um, god! Before you send us home, though, man, I just have just two quick hits. First one, it's like five seconds. I'm so so happy, and I didn't think I would be, but I'm so so happy to see like volume three version of Tegan Knox. Um, she's looking like the Tegan Knox I remember back in NXT. So I think that this is gonna probably be a good thing. Um, don't know if she's going to win the belt off of Becky, but the way they've presented her in the last week and a half that I've seen, I, I really like it. What's your thoughts on that, real quick? Man, that was a lousy match on Raw. Well, wasn't the best. Um, I'm going to reserve judgment on Tegan until she wrestles Becky, mm-hmm. and I'll just leave it at that. But the character itself, are you? Do you think that this one can last? Uh yes, because I. But we don't know what a character she is. Okay. So, but just just a look I, though. But at the end of the day, I think this is going to be the what I said. I hate is just the always oh, a good showing. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that turns and... into maybe a heel turn or something. Give me but, something. But the, but they are giving her a shot to Rhodey's point though, and that's that's a welcome change. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yes, because they didn't yes. they didn't release yeah. her, yeah. and I just knew she was going to be on the chopping block, and she didn't get released. I'm like, okay, well maybe they do something with her this time, and it looks like that they're trying to do that. So I'm I'm actually really excited to see. 
Matt asked me during Raw, like, when Cedric wrestled, he's like, why didn't they release Cedric? I didn't have a good answer for him. And, and my, my, only answer, my answer was like, because they can't, they don't, they can't release everybody. But why I, can't they? Because I don't, I, I don't think they're going to do something with them. I don't. No, but you saw uh, what they did. They buried him. He was a Let that man be free. Let that exactly. man be free. Um, and my last one, we have to give flowers when flowers are due. Man, that Champa and Gunther match on Raw. My goodness. Thank you. This was the display of Champa. Well, first off, how it even just started on... At first, we thought we were going to yep. get this at Fastlane, and we found out that, no, we're going to get it on Raw after Fastlane. And then they were like, no, no, pull the master Okido. And then they was like, no, we're going we're gonna to do it tonight. Just the passion we heard out of Champa, like, to me, if I was not an NXT Champa fan... I probably would have been like, oh, this dude is about some business. Like, and he ain't scared of Gunther, and he's going after Great him. promo. That was a great it's promo. Wonderful. I don't know if word was online of how that was working out that we were getting Ciampa and Gunther on Raw, but I'm glad I didn't know when I saw it because <laughs> I was like, man, that was fantastic how they it switched great. it from next Monday. You know, let's just do it tonight because they all, we all, they always say that, right? The face yeah. always wants to match tonight. The heels like, no. And Gunther's like, no, we, let, let's do it. Let's and do I, it. I thought it was great. I thought the match brought back a ton of that black and gold NXT vibe yep. again with the hard hitting and presenting Ciampa the way he's supposed to be. Yep. They got some work to do when they'll get there. But they got some work to do with Johnny Gagarno. Get hey, that man back. back. Get that man back, Rebel Heart, as a theme song. That music hit. Nobody knew who he was. So the reaction wasn't the best. That's a bad look. Give him Rebel Heart. They're going to do this tag team. The matches are going to be incredible. He's going to get over. But I hated to see that for him. He's been off TV for months. His music hits, and, like, nobody even knows who he is. Yeah. I don't know if the audience even knows Rebel Heart, to be honest with you, because not a lot of the WWE Universe follow NXT. That's true, too. But so it was that, but I would have known who it was. We, yeah, you would have known. But, it, like, at the same time, but I, I mean, I knew who it was, too. But I did, like, the, D, the DYI comeback tour that's happening. I was a little disappointed. I thought it was it was my uh, sling TV that we <laughs> oh, we get the we get the pose into the to the finish and it just cuts out. Like what just kind of cut off. Here's that. Like damn, I had to go online to see it. Nah, it say they, it, what did we say? I was like, look at them doing AW's moves right there. I, I definitely was like, damn, they took it personal edge when they was like, all right, we'll just do your finish and not show it. That's like some AEW would do as soon as the match is over. See you next week. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> that was suck. I hate it. That's a wrap for me, y'all. All right, then let's go ahead and wrap this thing. Radisha, once again, happy birthday. Thank of you. course. I'll see you in like 30 seconds. We get this Cabernet <laughs> that, that you've been talking about. Ishan, Saturday, man. Payback. I need you locked in. I know you said there's a lot of matches on here you don't care about. But we That's got Sunday right? pod to do. No, it's payback. I'm going with it now. The hell with okay. it. Okay. It's payback. On Saturday. Lock in, baby. So on Sunday. On Saturday. Talk. No. Our podcast is on Sunday, Rudy. Oh, I thought you Our said on payback. Sunday. It's happening. Hey, let's wrap up. What's happening? Okay. <laughs> podcast is on Sunday. Everybody that supports the pod, we love you. Thank you for listening to us twice a week. We appreciate you guys. Shout us out on the socials. That's FNW on Twitter, the X, and Instagram. Of course, YouTube. That's freaking wrestling. We are there. Excited to talk about Sunday because we got Dynamite. I think Dynamite's going to be a really good show, too. They're saying it's the first show of the new era. So maybe something else happens in the Bucks. Teased online that they have a surprise. Sweet. tonight on dynamite so that that should be fun so we will talk about all that and need more on sunday see you guys in peace